0: Mental health can be a difficult topic to talk about. I'd like to change that. I'm Marcus Pipworth, and welcome to the Ministry of Change podcast. Hello, yes, welcome to the podcast. Um, this is an exciting conversation. Um, I'm happy to bring it to you. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast uh, with Charles Eisenstein, but one of the things he said in that podcast, of mental illness is built into society as we know it and therefore to heal mental illness or to foster mental health is fundamentally a social, political and economic problem. It's not just how do we treat each other better. And that's something that I've been following for a while now. It's the uh, the idea that mental health isn't a problem with the individual that we need to fix, or at least that's how I see it. I think a lot of the things especially associated with depression and anxiety uh, come from society. They come from the way that we've structured society. They come from the culture that we live in, the thing that we are submerged in. And so, one of the things I'm always very keen to explore more around is alternative education systems. And so, it was really nice to bump into Nadja and Eustace at a forum in Sweden last month. Um, they're two lovely Lithuanians, and they work at a place called DNS, which um, it's a, a Danish acronym which I won't try and pronounce the words but essentially it stands for the Necessary Teacher Training College um, and it's uh, basically a, a, an alternative education program within a community in Denmark and they invited me along there so I headed over and spent a couple of days there and it was really fascinating to see uh, how they structured their um, their education program within the, um, the community and how... Yeah, it's not just the education that's the focus. It is that whole process of um, being in the community and asking questions and looking at how can we do things differently. And so I think there's a really a lot of lessons that we can learn from places like this. I think for a long time, our society has really focused on individualism. And I don't know if that's really being conducive to really help us live Uh, to our full potentials i think it's really important to know who you are as an individual to really know what your strengths are but i think what is more important is to be able to take that uh, knowing and understanding of yourself and to work out how that fits into a community and how that fits into the world around you so i think programs like this uh, and communities are really fascinating to uh, examine and explore and to learn lessons from to see just what are the alternative ways that we could be living um, and so anyway I'm going to just lead you now into the conversation with Nadja, Eustace and myself and I hope uh, you uh, you enjoy it
1: DNS stands for Det Novenli Seminar which basically means the necessary education and we expanded it a little in English saying the necessary teacher training in college and um, I think the whole philosophy be- behind necessity of it is that it always should respond to the modernity or to the present and also quite a lot to the future because whenever you train as a teacher you actually kind of train for the future because you will work in a school with youngsters who will leave the school in like 10-15 years and then they will enter the future world uh, and yeah it's it's quite interesting to, to see how it it can all develop and work together, in the sense. And um, our education is based a lot on a community. I think it's like one of the first principles that we collaborate and we study collectively in teams and groups, and we live in a community, and we travel with the, uh, our community.
0: What do you mean? What does living in a community mean? What do you do? Huh.
1: Um, so we live in a school center. Um, with all kind of different institutions inside and different people inside. And uh, for example, we have mental care institution and we have uh, youth boarding school with uh, also youngsters from difficult background and uh, youngsters from international background. And then of course we have uh, future teachers which are holding like a central stage in a way of this whole institution. And our way to look at it is that teachers, future teachers, or actually we are teachers from the moment they start their education, they are the people with social and uh, mental, emotional surplus, which we can share with the community. And uh, it benefits both because then teachers learn and community benefits.
0: So do you both like living in the community?
1: Do you, Eustace?
2: Yes, yes I do uh, I, f- I think in society today like, uh, living in a community for many seems like uh, you give, give up your freedom or, or your individuality but I think it's kind of, it's uh, maybe a, a new sense that came with the times or capitalism or, this, or the big increase in the amount of things we do in society and production and all of this uh, because if you look in the old like old days in the like hunter's gatherer society, people were living in communities like of of groups of 50, 100 people. Uh, because that was the only way to survive. Uh, you have to depend on people, and when you depend depend on you, you rely upon each other, and at the same time, it provides you like a safety a safety net community. And and uh, this gives another form of freedom. It gives you a freedom that you have people you rely upon. You have people to, uh, that, that uh, help you in need. In our community, we also share economy. So all this kind of thing, it gives you a freedom that you don't have to worry about surviving constantly because you know you have people around you that, that will help you out, will take care of you. And likewise, you will contribute to them by doing the same and uh, regarding mental health in our society, many people strive for happiness, but uh, I don't think you can reach this term of being happiness because it's a it's a moment. It's some something comes and goes. But you can work towards a, a setting that makes you happy and being around people. It it gives a a certain value, a value of belonging somewhere, a value of uh, being cared for, a value to be heard, a value to be noticed. And uh, I, think, I think that's very undermined in our society today. Yeah.
1: And talking about values, I think um, we really underestimate the value of serving the, uh, somebody, serving the community, serving the society, because the, the pleasure we get from it, is actually quite big. Like I, I feel it, and I see it in people. And uh, this individualism, uh, which is instilled on us somehow by our parents and grandparents and so on in previous generations, developed through industrial era. You know, when you needed to survive for and think for yourself for your family somehow. Um, and yeah, that we are products of that environment of that era but now experimenting in our community i can see how much pleasure people get from serving each other and it can be something big and small it can be just you know helping out and, and cooking and cleaning up after or it can be something big like providing the social support to each other and and listening to each other and uh you know like digging up all the childhood uh, experiences analyzing them together because often you cannot just do it alone on your own and uh, Somehow, therapist is a little bit uh, stigmatized idea, I think, often in society. That if you go to the therapist, something is wrong with you. But if you have a community whom you can talk to, which is essentially something is also (laughs) wrong with you, (laughs) it feels normal. Yeah, Yeah, but it feels so normal just like talk to the people around you, to your neighbors, basically. And uh, yeah,
0: how many people live in this community?
2: You are like from uh, forty to 60, 70 people, uh, depending on. The and how the many of them of are in
0: the how many of them are in the teacher training program? is that all of them?
2: Yeah, forty-two okay. students. Uh, students at the moment. And uh, around eight eight teachers. Okay. So how do you think like the um, How do you think
0: that living in the community has an effect on people when they leave? After they complete the training, mm-hmm. do, they, do they often go and live
2: in communities? Stay here, or, or I don't know. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and not many actually go move on to live in a community. I think many they come. It's very diverse, what people do, and some get uh, interested and go for a higher education. Uh, others they. They go back to their home country and try, try to either create, establish something or look forwards, like towards a more untraditional way of learning where they could contribute with that or take part in it. Uh, other, others, they go back to their own uh, life, actually, that they say, OK, this was an experience for me and that I want to go back and get these values with me, but not continue. But, but it's quite diverse. But one thing I think in common that you do have that when people leave, they are much more globally aware about society. As we we focus a lot on our, in our college about the global state of the world and about the big issues of our time of climate change, uh, the the big difference between the rich and the poor, uh, possible nuclear warf- warfare. I mean, all all these issues are relevant today, and then. Uh, and then it, it can lead to a possible. I say in the future we'll meet them in one way or another. So it, learning about them is kind of preparing also ourselves for the future, but also trying to change that. Uh, so uh, we put great importance on that, and then also I think that's what the students leave after leaving DNS. The they they continue in one way, having the same mind and working on it. So it's not just a, a teacher. You can say it's also like a activists in society so
0: yeah i think over the last few days i've heard loads about sort of what you do here and i just think it's amazing <laughs> like i really I, I think it'd be like could you share a little bit more about the actual projects that your, your students and the teachers do while they're at the um so it's, it's four years right mm-hmm. yeah what do those four years look like i think well,
1: the okay. the very beginning starts with this intense Building of community sense and building of your team, of your class, or your group, whatever you call it. Um, and uh, the first two months of a program basically we dedicate to understanding what kind of ownership we have over our education, uh, what ownership we have over the mental health of our whole team because. We really need to be in balance with each other, and we need to keep everybody in check and see how we feel and how they the grow, and then definitely build build the relations.
2: And at the same time, with some pressure on, because in two months you're, you're going for a bus travel, so there's a lot to prepare, like take bus driving license, getting visas, and What's learning the about travel, the countries. What is the
0: bus travel? What is the bus travel project?
2: Bus travel. So one of the main aspects of the first year year of the program is that you get a the, the students get the global perspective about society, and one way of doing that is by traveling the world. And uh, so the students and the teacher they go for a four months bus travel from Denmark, crossing Europe, and reaching to Morocco, Mauritania. Mauritania uh, Then Guinea, Senegal, Senegal, the Gambia, and and Guinea-Bissau, where Guinea-Bissau is one of the poorest countries in the world. So, as the students are traveling through, going through this travel, they're kind of learning about the different kind of reality of people as they travel through different countries and do. uh, investigations where they, they go out in smaller groups and take a certain topic and try to find out as much as possible by it. Not by going to uh, Wikipedia and reading about it, but by meeting live people, people affected by the, the certain topics. For example, uh, uh, mining in Morocco and going to the miners, meeting them uh, getting to know their struggle, getting the struggle of the unions. and And in this way, be engaged with the topic often you think in schools with this a bunch of theory that you you don't don't find meaning in it but by meeting more like people then that gives you the next step for being curious because then it affects you it affects the people you meet
1: um, certain developing certain emotional connection to knowledge mm-hmm. because when you when you see the for example i don't know biological effect of working in a mind on a person I don't know maybe his children, you really have this mental picture, you know, this emotion developed through it. And even uh, a three years later, when you pick it up, pick this topic up again, just on the internet, just reading the book, or I don't know, watching a documentary, the emotion is there still. So it's not just dry and senseless for you anymore, it's actually quite deep mm. and interesting and curious.
0: That's what I think the amazing thing about this program is that, like, I, I think well my experience of university and I think probably like a huge majority of people's experience of university is you go through you sort of do something because you're young and you think I have to go to university Mm. You pick something random and then like you do it and completely theoretical like I mean I did have part of mine was an internship but like a very like minor part of it but then and then you like drop off the end and you're like expected to sort of Get jobs, but you have no experience of doing them. You just spent three years reading books and talking, and I feel that this is a really like, seems like a really hands on sort of thing where students, sort of, because you were saying earlier, like the, it's the, the students that, and the students and the student teachers that drive the buses and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like you sort of have, um, like, people coming to do that. So you're all like, it's really like led by the students, mm-hmm. for the students, and like, I think that's amazing. I think. I'm so jealous, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's definitely hard because we basically the education which we do, it's 24-7 with two times holidays in a year, in a way, because that's what it takes if you really want to engage fully into learning. It's not, you know, like eight to four reading a book and then going out in a world and kind of switching off the learning process. It's actually you know like this continuous, uh, yeah, lifestyle actually where you you study when you feel like sometimes oh, sometimes you need to pressure yourself but well, when you when you uh, collaborate with your uh, with the people around you and uh, you cannot just switch off learning and switch it on again it happens in the daily base like in your reality, so that's somehow what we try to go with, mm-hmm. and then um, also this. I think cool perspective to um, what do you get out of it basically is is not so much about the diploma or uh, about the paper or about the, the knowledge but about the skills you get because for example learning is also a skill definitely which you need to develop how do you learn best and what what are you interested in learning uh, and there are many other skills like both social and practical which you get on the way mm. by organizing events by working with society and Many times we concluded with our students that um, basically pretty much any job you're going to do in your life, it doesn't matter if it's connected to education sector or not, it will be connected to people. You've got to work with people. And that's what we learn here. We learn to work with people. And that's the essence of education and pedagogical mm. work. And that's what we try to give to our students on a way.
2: Yeah, and like being the student in a driver's seat in a bus, that's one aspect of putting it. And the other, that's you're you're carrying your program, you're carrying your learning with you. And you also carry the responsibility of teaching your team. So that's one also a big uh, aspect. When we say teacher, it doesn't mean a classroom teacher. It doesn't mean like a specific kind of teacher where you teach math, English or what. a, A teacher is a choice. It's an active choice people take. And every day you're influencing people around you, so you're teaching people around you. And then when you're in a team, that also means that uh, you're you're responsible for each other's development, for each other's well-being, and for for making sure that everybody gets uh, out of it out of, as much as out of it as possible in these four years.
1: But it's so damn hard to develop ownership towards your education or off your education. Because, I mean, our students are from 18, like up to 30. And imagine that you come here with minimum 12 years of schooling up to like 20 years of schooling. If you have done like university or master's or whatsoever or some courses. And then you come here and you get told that nobody will teach you. You got to learn yourself. Because only you and your head are responsible for learning. I can never put anything inside of your head Uh, forcefully. It won't stay. And you basically need to figure out, you need to take out of your brain, you need to unlearn everything that you have learned in the previous years of education. And you (laughs) need to learn (laughs) anew how to take charge and how to feel like you own your own studies. And it's such a struggle. And it's... Throughout all the, like, four years of studies, even in the last, last periods of exams, we still sometimes bump into this feeling of, like, why can't you just, like, why can't we take an easy way? I just put my ass on the chair and just, you know, listen to the lecture and get all the knowledge on a golden plate. But it doesn't happen so often in the last year. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) I understand. I feel like ever since I left university that's when my real learning started and a large part of that learning if not all of that learning is really unlearning <laughs> and it's just yeah. a big process of unlearning um and that's really interesting so um I mean what do you think you both personally have got out of your time here what's the like the biggest thing you've experienced <laughs>
2: I, I think I'll say when like what most graduates say what what is the most you get out of it is To learn how to be together with people.
1: Like really together. (laughs) Like
2: really together with people. And basically after this education, I feel like you you can go to any organization or any people and find a way to collaborate. Though when you also ask the students what's the most challenging, they're also going to answer the same.
0: (laughs) So what does it mean to really be with people?
2: It means that you... Well, it's being in a community in a way, but also striving for the same goal. Is that this what we mentioned before of uh, respect, support, and solidarity with each other, but but also sticking in the same, uh, going on the same road. Yeah, because for us, our program is a, some a mutual agreement that we say this is this journey we take together. In regardless how tough it is, regardless what happens, we we have to find ways because that's this kind of our framework for being together. And uh, that brings that when you graduate and you go in a project, it also to gives you like this knowledge of creating such a framework. Then in the last in the Yibgo uh, conference, we just attended, they, they mentioned this aspect of having a sacred space that's that's an important part for having a healthy lifestyle is having be able to freely share with people about your emotions about your feelings and also sometimes also being referencing what is on your mind and in the daily life if i think before i started here you would not talk with this with strangers outside of family or not close friends but but this kind of opens us doors that okay if we want to help your society. This this is one of the aspects we need to have. More about you.
1: So many. F- it's it's sometimes it's really hard to name them, because it's it's some kind of gradual process. But one one thing which very concretely comes to my mind is that I don't need to compete. To to you know <laughs> to feel good about myself and to feel like to live I don't know exist in a society, because. Um, yeah, I remember like from, you know, childhood, teenagehood, like, you, you really feel good only when you win over others and others kind of lose. And this feeling sticks to you and this pleasure you get when you win and others lose. <laughs> but um, here working together and actually trying to to feel the sense of victory in the victory of others, you know, and this like non-competitive atmosphere is still quite competitive quite often, but still like. This process of eliminating competition from your life is so meaningful, and I don't say it's not there anymore. But I know that I can kind of live without it. I can get pleasure without it. I can feel victorious or successful without it. And it was it was a big thing, like very big thing for me. And um, I think I also learned who I am, in a sense. That I came like young, eighteen. That's it, like a teenager who and most of us, teenagers, don't know who they are. Um, and then going through this process of self-discovery with other people around me and other people helping me and to understand who I am and, like, my strengths and my weaknesses and, and you know, actually, but my weaknesses are not, like, a sentence, a death sentence, in a way, <laughs> that you can work with them and you can, you know, grow and become better and love your both sides weak and strong. And that was also very empowering. And people <laughs> working with people, <laughs> definitely that.
2: Yeah. If, if I add to that another aspect, I think is that throughout the program you do many different things. You're you're traveling. You're, you're in the first year you're seeing all these places. In the second year you're trying out uh, in the European reality fields where you're moving into a city as a team and getting simple like jobs to kind of with the purpose to meet working class um in in such elements you you get to experience many many roles like like different jobs many roles in the team you you try out many yeah skills or capacities or things and this also makes your sense okay what what do you want to move on in the life like what kind of teacher you'll be at the end in what field Maybe you'll combine uh, I don't know, clowning as that did with the teaching. Maybe you'll add I don't know, maybe you'll be a bus mechanic teacher or or you'll you'll discover that uh, actually in a classroom setting is best for you. Or like our friends that also just visited classroom alive, maybe you'll be a teacher that goes on journeys with students, so to this, to experience these many settings and to see yourself as a teacher in them and see how we can uh, make that work, I think that's another aspect that you get through education. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah, well, I've really enjoyed my time here. It's really <laughs> inspiring. I, I love it. I'm very thankful. I uh, got invited, and took you up on the offer. Um, Thank you for coming. Well, thanks. Uh, is, there any, uh, is there anything else that you would like to add?
1: Well, if you have another two hours, maybe. But yeah, <laughs>
0: two hours. Hopefully everyone's just, okay, Everyone sit comfortably.
1: <laughs> anything else you want to ask?
0: Um, let me think. Um, I guess actually I've got one that's it's not really, it's not maybe it's one you can't answer, but oh, that's I, a challenge. I like those. I like those. <laughs> maybe it's one you can. Maybe you you probably spent a lot of time thinking about this. I mean, why why the the the, the program you have at DNS it it seems amazing. It seems like you um like everyone I've spoken to seems to sort of have got a lot out of it and really see the value in it. I can see the value in it. It seems like a really great way of sort of engaging with a, an education system and and the world at the same time. Like why don't more places like this exist?
1: That's a killer.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. Um I, I have a clue, I don't know if it's the answer, but uh there was in the in the nineteen sixties and seventies there was a big raise in community living, like also this hippie hippie era. It gave a lot of yeah, communities in the in the world, and especially in Denmark. Uh and many of those communities don't exist anymore. And then I question, okay, what, what makes us as different? And I think one of the aspects of it is that we we didn't just share our time and space in a community, but we also shared ec- our economy, and uh, and we're also we many communities maybe distance themselves from the society, becoming like this an island. But we, we we chose that we want to be engaged. We want to be an island, but also a possible role model for others to get inspired and in new ideas. So so we acknowledge capitalism exists, money exists. And we need to survive a bit, so it's also to make sure you have some kind of like income, and at the same time sharing this income with the community. And that's a very tough boundary for communities to pass, because uh, money is my own. Why, Why? Why should I be able? Why? Why should I share it? But it it gives a very big value to the community and for it to continue. I think that's one of the aspects
1: as for me um I, I would rephrase the question in the way that why they are appearing maybe slow because there are many alternative places out there and i i don't know all of them but i already met a bunch and uh, there are many people popping up with their little projects and we see our graduates popping up with their projects small and big and maybe they you know the participants of those are like 10 people or so but it makes a big difference and somehow what keeps us going often reminding ourselves that if you educate one teacher that one teacher can educate over 10 teachers and so on and so forth and it's a growing movement and i'm yeah most of the countries on earth have already at least one or more some kind of alternative education school or alternative something and like my, my naive perspective to that is that if we manage to connect in between each other and actually work together instead of kind of competing, like who do, does it better or whose ideology or philosophy is better, instead of being alternative education, we will be their education and we will just, you know, be the thing which people want to do, not just alternative to the mainstream uh, part of it. Yeah. So...
2: Because one thing is being this, what do you, trying and experimenting, but the main idea, of course, is that you bring this education to everybody, to give a possibility to have such an education. That's the main goal. To complement what you say.
1: Thank you for complimenting.
2: You're welcome. It's <laughs> a lovely compliment. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, thank
0: you very much. That's good. We got we got to <laughs> half an hour. Shabam. Shabam. Can we end it with that word? Do you all want to do a big shabam together? Yes, please. I want a big shabam. Three, two, one.
2: Shabam!
0: Shabam. (laughs) I'd forgotten about that dramatic end to that recording. Um, It was really lovely to listen to that conversation again. I forgot how much I enjoyed hanging out with Nadja and Eustace and how lovely it was for them to invite me Uh, back to their community in Denmark and to really see a little bit more about the way they live, to chat with them more, um, to to help out in the kitchens, uh, to speak to other people on the programme and really see this different way that they're trying to do things. Um, I, I, I think I've been thinking quite a lot recently around alternative education and I'm hoping that I can bring a few more podcasts on this subject in the future with other people I know doing really interesting things in that area. I think having a discussion around mental health without looking at this holistic picture of the way that the world is structured really doesn't work, I think we need to be exploring the alternatives and uh, collecting as many stories as we can, so I'm, I'm happy to be able to bring you some more of these and to start exploring or continue exploring in all these different areas which may not initially seem that connected to the, the concepts and discussion around mental health but I really believe are fundamentally linked Um, so anyway I I hope you see that as well I'm going to put a link down to the DNS necessary teacher training college in the notes and you can also follow more about my journey uh, that's on www.theministryofchange.org and also please do check out my Patreon page that's the way I'm trying to fund this project so I can create more spaces around mental health I'll put the link down below but just for your reference that is www.patreon.com forward slash ministry of change and on there you get access to extra links uh, extra footage extra audio a few lots of different things so just go in there and that really really does help me to spread my uh, stories I collect further and also then do go on to Um, iTunes and rate and review my podcast and that can help me reach more people as well but anyway thank you very much and I hope to see you back here again soon goodbye